Today's episode of the B-Movie Breakdown is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook, download a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your MP3 player, whatever you have. Whatever you have. Even if you have one of those, like, archaic... uh, Archaic what? I don't know. MP3 players that, like, first came out, those, like, Sony... like a Creative Zen, and yeah, one of those. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you you can't get on there because it can't connect to the internet, but maybe you can like transfer the file. Is it like an upgrade? Yeah, maybe. Probably not. Uh, for you, the listeners of the B Movie Breakdown podcast, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download worth thirty day free trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. Some recommendations. I don't think we have to say it, but I will anyways. Dean Koontz. Just why is the first? We've recommended him, I think. Right, like, why aren't you just listening to Justine Kuhn's books on Audible? That's all. It shouldn't even be called Audible. It should be called Kuhnsable. <laughs> One option. Yep. Option. Or Dina, Dinable. No, but it's called Audible.com. Audible.com. And... More audible than Dean Koontz. It's very true. There's so many books on there. The the, the possibilities are almost endless. You could, you'll it'll be it, they will it, run out. There's, there's an end. Yeah, but like through your lifetime, there's probably not enough hours. You know oh what I mean? There's, there's probably more hours in Audible than there are in somebody's lifetime. That's depressing. <laughs> well, it takes a long time to to read books. What you do is you download lots of books and play them at the same time. Oh, I'm sure that it'll be easy to easy to listen to. You can play them on like half speed, like a like a one and a half speed, so it's like slightly fast forwarded. This is an ad for a company called Audible. <laughs> and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com/bmovie. Again, that's audibletrial.com/bmovie for your free audiobook today. Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 176. Wow, what a great number. It means nothing, just it, like this episode. It means nothing, just like this movie. It, th- this movie means a lot. And this movie means a lot to me, actually. Oh, in which way? I hope we get to delve <laughs> But analysis of your psyche tonight. <laughs> I related to one character in particular a lot in this movie. Oh, I, think did. I bet you did. Yep, it was one particular character, and we'll get into that. Um, the B Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low budget, lesser known films and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. I'm Corey. With me, as always, I'm here. Nick, now. Nick is here for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sticking around for now. For now. Uh, we need something to rejuvenate his blood, uh, other than the suckling. For 90 minutes, I flipped the coin, yes or no. Am I doing this? <laughs> it was tails every time. That's why I'm still here. You can listen, to, <laughs> you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, on our website, bnbpodcast.com. Uh, recently, I went on the website, and I like updated it. I changed the look of the website. As your business partner, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, this literally just happened like today. I was oh. mess- messing with some themes and I just didn't have a chance to mention it. Uh, but it's uh, I've updated to a, a better, more modern, neater looking look. Oh, what does that mean? It just looks more modern and better. All right, let me let me turn off this Skype call and let me look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't think I don't see why there would be any sort of issues with it. I just felt that it needed a facelift. I approve. And I removed the ads from the or from the site as well. That's fair. So I okay. making us money, so you know. Well, I mean, they what they yeah right. They weren't making us any money, so I was just making WordPress money. So. Uh, yes, no. the site we're hosting. No, it's not free though. We have a domain. Right. This is this is true. So um, you can check out our, our newly redesigned website. It's got some cool like 
these like images behind the post thing. It looks real cool. It's real Don't cool looking. I can't look. If I try to look at it, I'm gonna end up this end this call by accident. I know. I'm just. I'm just. It's just teasing you. And I wish I was a loyal listener because I could just look and not be afraid of ending the podcast. This is this is quite true. Uh, you can um, also you contact us on, on that website. You could. Uh, on our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Just search BMovie Breakdown or at BMB Podcast. Any of those things, you can find us there. Um, I don't think I have anything else other than the change in themes of the website was my only little plug news dealy. Um, Because the one we were using was an old one that had been, I was used from an old podcast and it just kind of kept working and lately it had been bugging me that it just looked like a website that was probably like 10 years old. Yeah, GeoCities is cool, but it's done. Dude, I mean, I wish I could make it look like a GeoCities page. And if I had yeah. the, the web talents, I could, because uh, you can easily do that. But I don't have yeah, the, the talents. You just reverse engineer a website to make it look like it's 15 years old. <laughs> just break it just down. Links. Just links. Just, just And images like way in the corner and like off somewhere because you couldn't get them all the way over. It's just as far as it could go, and it's there's text overriding the image. You can't read it. And you got to make sure you, you have, like, a counter at the bottom so you know how many people have visited the website. Yeah, what happened to those? Those people worry about likes. What, what's where the counter's at? Let's get them back. And the dancing baby. Oh, God, son of a bitch. Is that some kind of suckling segue, you freak? <laughs> it could be. But it's more of a segue into uh, your plugs. Yeah, I draw stuff at Scatterville.com and Instagram Scatterville Stories. And um, I finished a chapter last week. I'm beginning a new one. It deals with algorithms and how they control every aspect of your life. And what if someone found out that these algorithms wanted to be free and they could talk to them? Oh, my. Yeah. And what if, hypothetically, they found a way for these algorithms to walk among us? Hmm, cute. Scatterville.com. Scatterville.com. Check it out. Do you want to promote um, Lands of Lincoln at all on here? No? Well, it's been mentioned, so I can, but there's nothing there yet. Right, but the the uh, Facebook page exists. It exists. It's got five likes. I'm pretty proud of that. Pretty proud well, maybe we right can get, now, it, get it some more likes. Yeah, sure, Lance Lincoln, because well, Illinois is an exciting place, and it's it's in trouble. And I am very vested in the current governor's race and other political races of congressmen in Illinois. Um, so I shared links about that. So if you are interested in Illinois politics, it's very specific. But eventually I'll be posting a audiobook slash novel to that website about what would happen if Illinois got split in half. Talked about it. Separate Chicago and surrounding areas from the lower half of the state. But then you ask, how could the southern half survive without Chicago? Well, what if a corporation stepped in? Stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. Stay tuned. tuned. Remember that movie, Stay Tuned? That's an awesome movie that I wish we could watch for the podcast. Yeah, what you're talking about. It was a All movie. Was... Oh, go ahead. It was a movie with John Ritter and like him and his wife got like sucked into the satellite. Oh, and yeah, you watched that trailer. Yeah, but it's it's such a great movie, and I and uh, man, like Scream Factory or something or Arrow Video, somebody has to get the whole of the rights to that to release that on video because. I loved that movie as a kid, and I used to rent it all the time. And I would really enjoy seeing that again, but I can't seem to find it anywhere, which is quite unfortunate. I'm a worried about who has the rights to stay zoomed. Stay, zo- stay zoomed? Yeah. That was like yeah. the remake? No, it's just it's just our friend Pat with a zoom in his hand for an hour and a half. Oh, I thought maybe it was a movie like Bill, Bill Gates made. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Trying to, try, that, try to... Well, go ahead. 
I was gonna say trying to promote his, you know, his product there. Or the movie Zen again about the creative Zen. I had one of those specifically because I didn't want an iPod because I thought that was too trendy. This was over ten years ago. <laughs> this was a very long time ago. These are st- these are stupid. Everybody has these. I'm not getting one of these. Yeah, I want the 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 imitator. That's gonna stick around. That's what I want. Yeah, I want the want the the knockoff. Yeah, it but, wasn't uh, a knockoff. Well, it no, it, it's, it wasn't a knockoff, so... This is out of control. What's going on here? What do you mean? I'm talking about Creative Zens. That's enough out of me. This isn't... You know what? It's enough out of this. Uh, the movie we watched this week, too, uh, which was... Honestly, though, like, it says 1990, but there's no way this movie... <laughs> there's no way this movie... No. No, it, was, it might have been released in 1990, but there's no way in hell it was filmed even 80, in even not in 89, even 85. That's pushing it for sure. I mean, 81 is too early, so 82 or above, maybe. Yeah, when, that's... Did, when did a commercially available VHS recorder come out? Sure. That's what this is. Well, in the um, in the op- well, we'll get to it. But in the opening um, text, it mentioned April first, nineteen seventy three. Right. So this movie- I didn't know this. I thought it was a seventies movie, but then you said it came out in ninety, <laughs> which is like that makes no sense. It sat around it for that like- long. Oh, even the clothes. It's totally nineteen seventies. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Thank you for remembering what I chose to block out of my brain. Well, we'll get to that in uh, just a little bit here. So this week's movie is available on Amazon Prime Video. It was suggested to us. Just like you can give us any suggestions you Real want. Fucking, Real fucking masochist suggested this. <laughs> it, wanted to hurt, it wanted to hurt me. So you can suggest movies on our Facebook page, on our Instagram. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and mention a movie you want us to watch in there. And we will watch it. Uh, just like this movie, we it was recommended and we watched it somehow. Uh, in this week's movie, the movie I'm talking about, the 1990 release, The Suckling. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. So we were talking about the opening scroll there, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read what it said. I took pictures of it so I could. Uh... The more the more you read, the less I have to talk about it. So go ahead. <laughs> On April first, nineteen seventy three. So April Fool's Day. This movie should have been called April Fool's Day. <laughs> Honestly, like there was a creature, but not not a lot. But like, I think that's kind of okay because even though the creature did look kind of cool-ish, they it it, it, it probably would have looked bad if it was in the movie a lot. So the I fact mean, it was like a shitty I mean, looking pumpkin head. Yeah, but like, how come you're making a movie and you can you get this great? I'm going to be real sour this whole episode, so just get used to that. <laughs> Why? You make a creature that looks cool enough. It's cool, and it's a good It's a creature. All right. It's a backstory. Is, talk about that later. But then, like, there's a room where people, there's, like, dialogue scenes where people are, are talking, and the camera is just sitting probably on a tripod, and there's no one, or you don't, it's just all your friends you know. You don't know one friend who could just, like, be the cameraman. You mount the camera and just act a scene. I mean, I and that's probably how it was filmed. So I probably should be giving, if I was feeling less sour, giving the movie credit for all it could do with its low budget and as much as, you know, no one cared about it. Did a lot. You could look at it from a positive. Thing. Right. Yeah. Like there, I, I there are a few positive things I can say about it. Like the the creature itself looked pretty cool. And- it did end. That was good. It did end. Uh, very oddly, though, the um, they had some mid-credits scenes that I don't know what was going on. Because it was filmed with your friends. It's just filmed with your friends. Like, but, just hanging out and doing this, this movie. But the whole movie had, like, was part of the movie, and then the thing that happened in the end credits was like, that wasn't part of the movie. 
I don't know what that was. The, they were testing effects and they didn't. They couldn't find. They couldn't make some story excuse for it to be in there. They couldn't. They found no reason to use that felt footage of a skeleton rotting in front of a guy, a kid that has a shirt that I would just design for fun that says "fuck die" on it. <laughs> it's a little kid. His shirt says "fuck die." No. It was honestly the thing in the end credits was my favorite part of the whole movie. It was great, and then he's next to this real like nerdy dude who's out of control nerdy, as they watch a skeleton rip its own face off. I don't know what that was. And just before that, a crazy woman got raped. Okay. She wasn't even crazy. She went. She lived through a traumatic experience. Right, I know, but she was in the mental institution, and then she got, she got raped, and then all of a sudden we're watching a skeleton melt. It had nothing to do with the movie. The rapist did get ripped in half or apart. He just was eviscerating. Right. By something that just, I mean, I don't know. What do you want to, I don't know. You should tell him how the movie begins because I don't want to. Well, yeah, so the the opening scroll uh, that is in the very beginning, it says, On April 1st, 1973, the most bizarre and macabre event in all of Brooklyn's modern history occurred. Twelve people, inhabitants of a reputable house of prostitution and an illegal abortion clinic were killed. Yes, this is a whorehouse and abortion clinic. Again, you want to talk talk about who funded this movie? And um, what are you doing? The abortion clinic, they had like all the proper tools, but they didn't use them. They just used coat hangers. Did you notice they had like a plethora of like proper tools? Yeah, what are those tools even there for then? <laughs> she also used the coat hanger to hang up a jacket. After she cleaned it off of a fetus guts. Man, I'm so glad you noticed that. Because I was again, I made one face the whole time. Uh, well, I was like, like, this is what I'm doing now? This is what I chose to do to myself. Only one occupant survived. When found by police, she told a tale so fantastic and horrific. She was believed to be insane. Authorities immediately placed her in an insane asylum. The most brilliant investigator spent years trying to solve this gruesome mystery, but to this day are still baffled. Could the rantings of a girl supposedly insane be true? The makers of this film believe so. So it's like a dramatization of like a real story is what they want me to believe. It's like watching like a true crime special on like a lot, one of those law channels. Like this is what happened. These are actors. But this really happened. Yep. And this did really happen. Did it? Is it based on a story? Is it based on a news article? Um, the, we began this podcast. So even though the whole movie like takes place in the same like whorehouse, I wish whorehouse. the movie would have taken place in whatever that like murder hospital place. She was nightmare. She had nightmares about. Yeah, she just had a nightmare about that. Yeah, that was fake. It wasn't even real. It was fake news. That was like what she felt. What she thought her like abortion was gonna be like was like going to this like hospital with like a creep doctor and like naked nurses with blood and axes like walking all over like that movie looked cool i mean it was it looked like it was i mean uh, it looked like a stylistic like slasher grindhouse thing or something right i mean the, the rest of the movie did too but like that looked better it looked like a better version of that it's based, I mean, yeah, it could have just been like a Planet Terror, even like, you know, not Grindhouse, Grindhouse, but Grindhouse, Grindhouse, you know? Yeah. Like that, it could have embraced that ideal. But if this movie was made during the 70s, it was like a Grindhouse movie. Right, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. It, it... Real shit one, but... <laughs> she also had multiple uh, nightmares. She woke up from two different nightmares before she woke up in her um, insane asylum bed and right away, you're introduced to these two doctors. I just want to say it's like basically Inception then, right? It's on that level? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this is like Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Nolan was inspired by this movie. 
Yeah, yeah. He uses a lot of these plots in Batman. Yeah, I remember seeing an interview with him in like Rolling Stone, and he said like the suckling is what made me want to become a filmmaker. He modeled his bane after the suckling. Oh. Yeah, the voice. It's when he screamed. When the suckling screamed, it sounded just like Bane. I was born in it. That was weird. Sounded like a Muppet or something. That was not a Muppet. That what was Bane. You sound like Miss Piggy or something. Ooh, Piggy. That's what it sounded like. I was born in it. Is that better? That was that slightly. Better? That was slightly better, but still. Maybe it's the maybe it's the audio through the Skype that is uh making you sound like a like a Muppet. Yeah, I was trying to think of more bank quotes. <laughs> this, this is your reckoning. Something like oh, that. Was, that was, it was close, but not. I mean, it was. I'll give you. That was close. It was close. <laughs> uh, but those doctors you were introduced to in the very beginning that we don't see again till the end because the rest of the movie is like a flashback. That one shorter doctor guy, he was like reading off of cue cards or something. He had the worst line delivery. Like he had the lines written on his hand and was very nervous to recite any of his lines. He remind, right, he reminded me like of a worse version of the doctor from or the scientist from Swamp Ape. <laughs> like, but like the deadpan, because those deadpan reactions in Swamp Ape were very much intentional. This oh yeah. This little man's was intentional. No, they were this, not. This and... man was not for a style. He was just like, I'm here. My buddy made me be in this movie. I agree to be this intern at this mental institution. And this concept of a whorehouse slash abortion clinic, I guess in theory is a good idea. Like, okay, these whores are just getting like banged and knocked up. So they got to have like all these abortions. Like that's the only thing that could go through my head is like why they decided to do that. But then it's just like, it's also open to the public for anybody to go to. Well, I'm pretty, I mean, Open to the public. <laughs> she just heard about it, and they already do this, so they can do this for her. Well, Phil she heard just... about it. Well, yeah, this is just leading into a Handmaiden's Tale or whatever. This is just building into this this future, this future world where these are the only places you can have these services done. Yeah, uh, the boyfriend of the girl who's getting the abortion, Phil, he was not a good guy. I mean, he's a guy. Yeah, but, like, he kind of sucked. He, like, basically, like, drugged her to, like, so she'd make, make, to make sure she got, like, the abortion. Did he drug her? Yeah, she's, like, passing out. Like, remember, she's like, I don't, what's that feeling? And they're like, what? And then she wakes up, and she's like, how could you? And he's like, I, I just was doing what was best. I must have went to the bathroom during that part. It was just like, yeah, it was just like, what's going on? She's like, she was going, what's going on, Phil? What's going on? Because remember when she was going in the room with Big Mama to get the abortion, she... What a great sentence. The whole thing was, from beginning to end, it was a good sentence. She was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to kill it. And Big Mama's like, it don't have no feet or legs. Which clearly was a lie. Uh, Yeah, it was like, it was a big fetus. This was not, this was, this was not, it was, no. it wasn't, it wasn't like super late term, but it wasn't like super like early term. <laughs> this was like, I don't know what they were expecting, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and to mention big mama is the woman who runs the whorehouse slash abortion clinic. She's a big, uh, white lady, uh, not to be confused with big mama's house, which is a big black woman that Martin Lawrence dresses up as. Just leave it alone. What do you get? Just yeah. This was this was the original movie, and Big Mama's House is just a remake. Oh, I missed <laughs> the second part in Big Mama. Who played the suckling? <laughs> oh, they just changed a lot of it. Oh, it's one of those remakes—a different take. Yeah, they just did a different take on the movie. It was just like, what if we had this like undercover cop go inside this house as this big black woman and. And he's a instead of a, an abortion. Cause see, this is where they twisted it. Instead of doing abortions, she was a midwife, so she delivered babies. <laughs> it's the complete opposite. <laughs> the same thing, but totally different. 
It makes all the sense in the world. Honestly, I can't believe I remembered that like detail about the movie Big Mama's House. You watched it yesterday. I mean, they made three of those movies. You watched them all yesterday. Yeah, I watched them all, one, one after another, yesterday. You had to get ready for the movie that started it all. <laughs> the, the Suckling, the one that st- started everything for the Big Mama series. Uh, but yeah, Big Mama, I, I guess it's because of that movie that I anticipated her to be a large black woman instead of this large white woman. So I was a little thrown off when she came on uh, screen. Yeah, well, over the years, Hollywood has changed. <laughs> she had a B cool. and an M on her uh, collar for Big Mama. And this was, of course, a movie made in Hollywood. Right, it was very much made in Hollywood. Uh, my favorite character, though, was probably the cool black dude who was like the... That died right away? He didn't die right away. He stuck around for a while. It was... He was the first main character to get murdered. Because, of course, because he's a black man. Yeah, the black the, the, the black woman died, too. He's the most competent person. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She got her head cut off. Oh, that's true. I thought you were talking about when Axel blew out someone's brains just for fun. Oh, that wasn't the black lady, though. That was the white girl, white lady named Candy. I thought you said blonde lady. I oh, blonde. It. Gotcha. No, there was that one black lady who was, like, the abortion assistant. That's a title. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to call her. That's what her job was in this movie. Um, to, throw things, to throw things down the toilet. <laughs> Seriously? That's how they disposed of them. There's no better way to do this? They, I mean, like, a garbage bag would have sufficed. I guess there is. You can go to the hospital. But maybe you can. That's the whole point, I guess. That's the whole message to take away from this. Well, yeah, I mean, this movie was clearly paid for by evangelical Christians. 1,000%. 1,000%. Is this like, you want to do this? So this is what happens. If you have an abortion, it's going to get toxic waste spilled on it and turn into a mutant monster and kill everyone. So, and, like, have fun with that. Yeah, and uh, and have, all, have these crazy powers that it can, like, Put ghoul over a house and make it so people can't escape. Yeah, How is it so smart? The, they never. Oh, because it just. I guess it just went away when it went away. We'll get to how it went away. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they opened the door. Remember, they like punctured through the door finally at the end. But everybody got destroyed. Right, except for the the, they, the mother. They ran to the basement. Yeah. That word happened. Word. The. Phil, I'm not going to refer to these humans in relation to this creature. I'm not doing that. <laughs> the dad. Like you, yeah, the paternal. No. Mm. I. Mm. I, I know mean, it's hard. It's hard to. It's I, hard to think about. I. I needed to re- reverse the polarities in my brain, to appreciate what i witnessed so um but not not just the cool black dude who was like the like wasn't his name shepherd i think um i I never never caught his name it might have been shepherd i don't know he was a he was an ex-military guy and yeah he was like go ahead message you know he's well he's an ex-soldier and he's making his living like bodyguarding a whorehouse I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't, I don't know what his deal was. They weren't giving jobs to Vietnam vets. I know there's a lot going on, and if it's in the seventies, this shit's still going on. So, so, um, maybe he got discharged. The other security guy there, his name was Axel. Uh, right away, I called him Finger Gun Guy because he had a beef with uh, Shepard. Was we'll we'll just call him that. And he was doing, like, a finger gun to his head. So you instantly knew, like, this guy had some, like, issues going on. But, like, throughout the movie, he just kept delving more and more into madness. And I just, I continuously was writing down, just like, what is this guy's deal? What's his problem? And did they they not mention until the very end of the movie that that was Big Mama's son? Oh, shit. I missed that. I didn't catch that part. How much of she was like, I need to go, I need, I just want to go be with Axel. When it was just her and the mom and the dad left. 
Okay. She's like, I just want to go be with Axel. And he was like, are you crazy? He's fucking dead. And she goes, she's like, well, I did raise him from birth. Like, the only son I ever had. And I was like, what? Is this the first time they're mentioning this? So if it wasn't her biological son, she raised this guy. Yeah, I, right? I, yeah, right. So I guess like it was it was either her bi- biological son or like theoretical son. <laughs> theoretical. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he could be my son in theory. <laughs> Is that like a scientific theory or just like an idea? It's like a what's the lady's name from Psycho who thought Norman was her son? Like that kind of thing. Yeah, what was her last name? Soap there, or something. I, Oh, keep try. Let's just keep guessing. This is more fun for a podcast. <laughs> try get what was it? I thought it was like it, was, uh, it wasn't soap, was it? It wasn't. It was sup soup. No, it's wrong. Something along those lines. We just knew this an episode ago. <laughs> this is like it's like a couple episodes ago now. Who stops thinking about Norman Bates? I try. I try to think about him all the time. Yeah, real healthy. Real health. Oh yeah, extremely healthy. Um, so I like when she was in the room about when she before she got the abortion, and you know, Big Mama's like talking to her about like you know, do you want to do this or whatever, and then Big Mama's like, you're doing the smart thing. Well, but Big Mama's reasoning was that it's like it's a sm- the reason she said it's a smart thing because. Um, you know, you should, it's smarter to have it when you're ready. That was like her reasoning for saying it. She, she backed up her sentence, her stance in a, uh, quite quickly. That's everybody's reason for the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Right. But then, but then Rebecca, the mom, I think that was her name, Rebecca. She, um, she was like, I'm doing it for him. Like, she's like, we've been together this long. Like, I might as well stick with it. <laughs> Just like, okay, you're a good guy, Phil. You're a good guy. Because she didn't want to do it. It was basically Phil being like, you're getting a fucking abortion. Well, and this is what happens. Yeah, it turned. And then when they put the the fetus down the toilet, and they even mentioned about how big it is. And then you get to like watch its little journey down the down the drain into the sewer. It's just like sliding along. That's when I went and got my pens and paper. I'm like, I'm gonna draw as I watch this. (laughs) Okay, let's find something else to occupy me too. And then for whatever reason, there was toxic waste um, outside near the house, dripping into the sewers. There was no there was no EPA. Nobody was, was regulating throwing toxic waste by the whorehouse. Right. It's it's just oh. that, like, typical, you know, like, New York, New Jersey, like, you know, Toxic Avenger-style, like, you know, thing. Yeah, exactly. It was, I mean, it was. Yeah. And I'll give, him, I'll give him props on the puppet use for the fetus when it was turning into, like, the, you know, the suckling. Well, I mean, yeah, they... Somebody... That's somebody got paid money for that and then no one else there was nothing else left <laughs> that's where they had to hire everybody else uh for free it was like friends and family to be the rest of the characters and actors in this movie and just imagine the guy who, i wish i paid attention to the names and i'm just gonna make baseless statements you know that have no facts behind them it's just spitballing right here but man can you imagine to be to be surrounded by enough people that love and care about you that you're like oh want to make a movie about what in a whorehouse oh i'll do that just for you okay or then imagine like putting an ad out actors wanted independent film oh cool what am i doing here yeah no yeah not not so good uh though i did also enjoy uh aside i was going to mention this before aside from the dude this guy who we're referring to as shepherd um, yeah, even on um, IMDb, it doesn't list everybody's names for their characters. So, because who's 
I can count between both of our hands the amount of human beings who watch this. <laughs> Me and you? Like 19 people. Now 21 because we did. Okay. And, um, but the, oh. uh, the dude who, Axel, who was like her son, that's what I was trying to get to before, uh, that dude, that was a great character, even though it was just like, what are you doing, guy? Like, what are you doing? He was the villain. It was, seriously. He killed, he, the, he killed almost just about as many people. He did. He killed, yeah, he killed lots of people. He basically got that black dude eaten. That was like pretty much his fault. He shot yeah, he that did. woman Candy point blank in the fucking head. So he's just a straight up murderer. At <laughs> one point, I, somebody somebody yells at him, "You don't want to go back to jail, do you?" <laughs> oh no, Axel. And then he um. He also was gonna sacrifice that guy, the customer. Yeah, the guy with the BMW outside in this bad neighborhood. Yeah. And then he was, remember how during all this like insanity and these like this creatures killing people and shit, that guy's still trying to like fuck these like whores. And then when they won't do it, he just insults them for being cheap whores. <laughs> He's going to offer him a hundred bucks to go fuck during this uh, time of crisis. Nobody's upstairs. Let's go. Whatever happened, was he the, he was the one then in the, that was getting the, with the, getting the dildo up his butt and had the spinny hat on? That would be him. That's when I knew. That's when I knew I needed something else to do. Uh, it was, it was funny because the the whore that he was with during that part, she she had like a really like unexpectedly like annoying voice, and uh, her grandma called on the phone. I thought that was a weird little silly like. <laughs> you gotta you gotta stop whipping this dude and sticking a dildo his butt because your grandma called the whorehouse slash abortion clinic for you. Well, she knows where she works. <laughs> she, wanted her to, she wanted her to pick up lunch with me on the way home. <laughs> when her shift was over? Yeah. Nana needed to eat, okay? <laughs> oh my biggest... god. She likes her turkey sandwiches, and she was out of meat and bread. Um, what about that? Uh, speaking of other people that were getting, they got shot. We mentioned Candy. Uh, what about that creepy customer guy? Mm. Remember the? That's how they got the gun in the first place. That whore came down the stairs with a gun and shot that guy. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Because honestly, is as like shocking as that wo the woman Candy who was like the she was like the other co like lead like leader of the house uh, person. Other than her getting shot point blank in the head, that guy getting shot was extremely unexpected. Like, cause it just at at that point in time there was no like gun introduced. There was no like you didn't no. get the sense of like anything like that was gonna happen and all of a sudden he's being like a real creep and must have been like abusing her or something in the room and he's like well I've been with her multiple times she never acts like this and all of a sudden she just runs down the stairs and bang bang that guy's just Stop. fucking dead <laughs> hey don't don't fuck around in the whorehouse I mean that's just the true I just said on the internet don't, don't fuck, fuck around the whorehouse don't fuck around in the whorehouse. That's a good... That's going to come back at me during my campaign ads. And after that whore shot that dude, uh, that yeah. black dude Shepard, he slapped her in the face. He didn't. Well, he's the man who's supposed to be keeping order there. He's like, you can't be killing people here. This is true. And Take him out. At that point, I don't think anybody had died yet. Like, uh, the woman who was the abortion assistant, did her, her head get cut off yet? Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember if that happened not yet or not. But uh, she was the first victim of the suckling. Uh, the suckling, though, had these like, cool claws, but like didn't really use them. We, or at least we didn't see it. It was more like the um, uh, umbilical cord attack, mostly. Well, he, he killed Phil, who, you know, has a relationship with this creature. Right. It's, he, he hooked him and then raised him to the sky the wall yeah he got hooked um as far as anybody else they were getting slashed up and stuff but you didn't really see it because obviously due to the the low budget of the movie and 
uh, one person I feel like the, the too many people in this movie were taking advice from was Big Mama, and she, for the most part, had some, like, shit awful advice. She has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> she's not good at all. It's so bad. Yeah, she is. She's not good, and she, everybody was taking all sorts of advice from her, and I just didn't understand why, like, Oh, she's just old, older, wise woman. Like, no, look, look what her life is like. Is this somebody you want to be taking uh, life advice from? No. Real fucking wise, big mama. Yeah, no good. Yeah, no, not at all. Sorry, I was trying to look at my notes real quick here. Um, notes are good. So, I, I kind of. I understand that the suckling became this like mutant fetus thing and uh, somehow was grew so fast. At one point it was just a small little thing for a while. And all of a sudden it was just like massive giant guy in a suit. And then, and like, but how did they get these like other powers it had of like, like, like we were talking about before, like trapping everybody in the house with like the fetus goo all over the doors and windows. Toxic waste. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know how that became like a power. <laughs> well, that's the only explanation for anything. Right. Toxic waste. And it was funny because for the longest time, they didn't even explain that that's what was the keeping the doors shut. I feel like that should have been like revealed way sooner than it was. Because for the longest time, I was just like, why won't these doors open? Like, what happened to where the doors won't open? The suckling is inside the house. How is it holding the doors shut? Because it's an ambiguous amorphous creature that just is able to contort and twist it. It can clearly shape shift. We saw like not into other people, but it can change its shape. Right. At will. But like we only saw it change its size one time at the end. So was it always doing this or I assumed it grew. And then all of a sudden at the end, once it found its way back home, um, <laughs> It's way back home, huh? I mean, I don't know how else to put that. Where, where it all began. Where it all began. Uh, I, I feel like that's the only uh, the only way to really dis- describe that. Um, also, this movie could have also been called uh, Sitting Around a Whorehouse. Yes. <laughs> because, honestly, majority of the movie is just like eight people sitting around a whorehouse trying to figure out how to get out and really not doing much about it. They didn't do much, but from um, like a horror point, it's smart to like make everybody trapped. It's always a good idea. Like you're trapped. Yeah. There's no, so it's scary. I get it. It is. And then especially when you have somebody inside, that's also like a monster, you know, aside from the actual monster then that makes things a little bit more intense. And that guy was getting a little, a pretty out of control. He was uh, not good, man. He was real bad. He also wasted a lot of bullets, too. How many bullets were in that gun? <laughs> oh, my God. So many. There was a lot of bullets in that gun. Yeah, so many bullets in that gun. And he wasted a lot of them. And I feel like his... I wish he would have gotten more, like, destroyed by the monster as opposed to just getting ele- electrocuted. Well, it's, it's fitting that his overzealous nature is what took him down. Right, yeah, I, I get that. But I kind of wish he would have got a little bit more, you know, something more he deserved for being such a psycho. I mean, yeah, but he, he suffered. And I think one of the one of the other really shocking parts of, of the movie um, was another gunshot scene when that one, uh, one lady who was left still... Um, shot herself she put a gun to her head and blew her brains out yeah she was like i'm done with this she's like yeah we're not getting out of here i've prayed enough uh and didn't a couple times in the movie they tried to make you think that what was going on was a dream um well i i convinced myself i was dreaming to get through it these are what your dreams are like oh sometimes (laughs) that's that's scary. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to know what you consider nightmares. I'm happy to be awake. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that is that is is quite intense. So at the end what we I mentioned before uh going back home, once the suckling has taken out everybody, it we didn't mention that when Axel did die, he tried to ram the monster with a giant steel rod and he missed and hit an electrical box and was electrocuted to death. Right. That's how he so that's how he got himself. Right, he died via electrocution, and um, but at the end, once the suckling has killed everybody, or Axel has killed ever, once everybody's dead, other than I think her name was Rebecca. It was. Um, once she is left, she's sitting on the ground screaming. The suckling runs toward her and slowly starts to shrink in size until it is, I don't know, smaller than what it was when it came out. And went back inside of her. Or it wasn't. It looked much smaller when they showed it. And it's like second to last final form. It looks small. Smaller than when it came out. He did bad stuff. The suckling? Yeah, it was not good. Well, I mean, he just went back inside. Right. But what are you, what are you doing there? And then, like, is living in there, and that, and so now she is found by the police who show up, and they put her in, like, like this opening text says, they put her in an insane asylum, and she's in this great insane insane asylum, and you know, I thought the doctors were gonna go check on her, and there's gonna be some sort of weird like suckling was gonna kill them or something, but nope, there's just two orderlies that go into the room with all the crazy people grab her and decide to let's start raping her yeah and like all of a sudden it gets even more fucked up right because i was just like why does the movie have to end on a rape like hasn't this woman been through enough they were yeah, not even just her like the whole whole movie like didn't we go through enough as viewers like seeing people get shot in the head blown apart blown in the head abortions uh whores being beat up and shot and suicide and all this other stuff and then all of a sudden it just decides to end with a rape it was like, what? But then it didn't. I guess it ended with a rape, but then it ended with a murder by the suckling. Because the suckling... It, basically, that, that could almost be a movie. It's almost like the movie Teeth, where the girl has, like, the teeth in her vagina. But, like, you could make a movie... Uh, ju- that could be a, the movie, not this other shit we saw. The movie could be this chick who has this, like, creature living inside of her and, like, wraps, like, tentacles around. Like, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be necessarily a fetus. It could just be this creature living inside of her, but this so happens to be her unborn child, who's a who's a creature that lives inside of her. And like, would that would that heal the creature? Could we hope that maybe it would become a normal being? Inside? No, it was covered in toxic waste. It's that's not happening. That's infecting. That's infecting her too now. Yeah, right. Cause, exactly. And also, how does it survive? It wasn't. I mean, eat, it, it wasn't really eating anybody. It was just like murdering them. Maybe it rehooked itself up, and she's she's helping it out. Yeah, maybe. I can't imagine she's getting too much uh, nutrition there in the uh, mental institution. It didn't look like the the greatest place. There was also that orderly I liked um, that they ran into down the hall in the hallway before the doctors went further down the hallway. There was that, like, silly orderly who was, like, reading a porno and smoking. Yeah, he's, he's making an honest living. Yeah, he, it was, like, a weird little one-off silly little character that was like, all right, I guess this is a thing. And the movie really wanted to be kooky. It did at times. And other times it wanted to be very, like, dark and serious. It was it was one of those weird like exploitation like films like where it's like here's yeah, the silly parts and here's the really weird fucked up serious dark shit and and it was limited to whatever they had access to so it's right and they clearly only had access to this one hallway at a hospital and access to a house yeah one house yeah because the movie literally just took place in a, a house pretty much one room. The entire movie. But like I've bullshitted and made movies just by like dicking around things that weren't going to amount to anything confined to a house. Yeah. They couldn't have gone. Well, they clearly went to a park or someone's backyard to watch a skeleton fall. And yeah, but like that was no, that was outside the house because in the background. Mm-hmm. What? It was the same house? Yeah, because in the, the background I could see that like pink goo that was covering the windows. 
oh, so, well, if that was the case, then it was supposed to be going on during the movie. But to what end, I have no idea. <laughs> right, I don't... No idea. I, I have I have no idea what that was about. That was... Honestly, I we watched a lot of movies where the endings, you know, sometimes they don't have endings, or sometimes... <laughs> they really didn't have an ending. <laughs> yeah, the... There was no ending. Neon Maniacs, just nope, 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 no ending. Bye. Man, I still like that. I still like that movie. I'd almost rewatch it. Yeah, the, the, the movie is good. It's a good movie. It it's just, just like, oh, I don't get her. It's just, it's a good movie that just doesn't have an ending, which is a rare case. Most, if a movie doesn't have a, an ending, usually it's a shit movie. No, it's weird. A movie you enjoy, just like you've had enough. <laughs> This movie could have done that, but instead they gave us this really weird scene at the end. Like, I, it's hard to think about, like, okay, when you're thinking about movies that don't have endings, it's hard to think about when we're discussing the Maniacs. Well, this movie is like has an ending that's hard to think about, too, because how many times do you see a movie that all the first credit rolls and then all of a sudden there's two scenes in the end credits that have nothing to do with anything that had to go on in the movie or anything whatsoever, like, doesn't relate there's no relation to anything. Like you can't even of, relate it to anything. That in my that I like you. That could be one of my favorite moments because it's it's very artistic. It's like you interpret this, you figure <laughs> it out. But but like you said, it makes sense because that kind of went through my head too. Was that they were just testing out this effects thing, and it did look cool. It really did. Like this guy's face melting and like screaming, and then like this. I don't understand why there was a kid and like a nerdy dude watching. But, yeah, I just... It's almost like... It was so, so confusing. Because this... Maybe this did, couldn't have taken place in 1973... Or, like, in the 70s. Like, I mean, like, written and made in the 70s. It, no, it was probably, like, mid-80s. mid, mid 80s. Yeah, because it's like Indiana Jones right there. Melting skulls. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Even the, cre- the, even the way the creature looked, it was way more, like, mid-80s, like, creature effect. It was type of thing i mean it was supposed to take place in the 70s which they had that down pretty well but um there's definitely no way this was made in 1990 i the uh, no. i don't think it I mean, was made in but know. i mean if if it was made in 19 i mean you had a camcorder it's possible i mean you no know, it is, is possible it... to make it look that way i just it just had that feel to it of like this was this was made like before it's saying when it was released I I would tend to agree based on no evidence except what the film gives us to work with. And there's not much else you can find out about the film online anyways, so it's not like we could be like, oh, well, here we go. Here's the all this the is, facts, but no. This is the point where we make up our own facts, like all of the world now. We can just listen. How, how was this movie made, Corey? What was the story you heard about that director? What did he do about what was his issues with his family? He felt abandoned. It took the... It took the writer slash director of the movie a year and a half to raise the money he needed to make this film. He really cared about it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do. He believed in his dream. Uh, yeah, he d- he did believe. He did believe. That's one thing I guess you could say about this is that he believed in a dream. I don't really know what else, but... uh. There's a, it's a weird like you know we've watched some like killer kid movies before but we've never watched any like killer mutant fetus it's like killer kid but like pre kid. Well, this what we needed is was for the Ninja Turtles to break in and have like a mutant battle or something. Oh shit! The turtles could have battled the suckling. He went in the sewer. Yeah, it's true. Uh, this also reminded me of because there's like a few other like killer like baby movies. And there's uh, there's one called I remember seeing called uh, It's Alive, that's like a monster baby, but that's not like a fetus thing. It's just like oh this monster baby, and I remember seeing that on uh, Monster Vision actually, was the uh, Eaten Alive. I think there's like three of those Eaten Alive movies. There could be. Or no, I don't know if it's called Eaten Alive. Or I think it's called It's Alive. Eaten Alive is a different movie. Um, I it's, don't it, no. <laughs> it's called It's Alive. So okay. like in in the cover has like a crib on it and it uh the here I got the poster says there's only one thing wrong with 
the Davis baby. It's alive. Let's see. <laughs> well, there's like three. I'm pretty sure there's like three of the It's Alive movies. And then it says the one film you should not see alone. Well, this tagline for this movie should be the one film you shouldn't see at all. <laughs> I think they actually remade It's Alive in like the late 2000s. Um, wow. They did. They made It's... There's... It's it lives again, which is like a it's alive the sequel I think, and then there's a third one called It's Alive Three Island of the Alive. All right, I mean that's done. We're done talking about what that. happened there. We're done talking about we're that. We're, it's funny because a lot of movies, you know, they go to like space or I don't know something silly, and this weird trilogy of movies. Of this, like, mutant monster baby th- thing. That that was from the 70s, actually. 74 was It's Alive. And um, it's weird that that's, the, that's what happened with that was... God, that is super just really weird. That there's a, That's what it's called. It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. How... The... the the cover of the poster is is too silly. It's just too... I can't... I, I can't even with, with the poster. Um, I, know nothing, yeah, I know nothing about that. Yeah, but I, I think they did remake it, try to make it like a dark like remake of It's Alive in like the late 2000s. But, um, yeah. Honestly, the, the, movie, the movie we watched, if it was any other night than an impending snowpocalypse, we could have actually been around each other and perhaps i mean i don't know how much better we could have made the experience i think there's like six people if there's like six people around i think the reactions would have been more like you know like when people are getting shot and we're just like oh my god you know just like the reactions to that might have been more like in i don't know made made a had a better reaction to it with us together um, as opposed to watching it by yourself, this is definitely a rough one to watch uh, by yourself. I feel like more "oh my god" moments together would have been helpful. Right, for sure. Like, what did we just watch? Oh, that's what we did. Yeah, that's good. Suck suckling. So on from the suckling uh, to another uh, listener suggestion. This one off yes. of off of Instagram. As well, is a, uh, a uh, for some reason people always want to suggest children's movies to us. I mean, they do get kind of weird, like these Disney kid movies. Like Angels in the Outfield did have like a weird take to it that when you watch it as an adult, you're kind of like, oh, this is not, this is weird, uh, weirder than you thought when you were a kid. We really should watch the original Angels in the Outfield. I'd love to see that sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even realize that was a thing until we did the podcast and we're looking some stuff up about it. I had I had no idea that that was an original, a real movie. Sometimes this is educational. It's, it's true. Sometimes this is an educational. And uh, we're going to bring you back to a time when we were being uh, educated as youths. And uh, we're going to watch, uh, like I said, listeners suggested film. What are we Corey? What are we doing to me today? And because it was suggested recently... Um, on Instagram, it made me think of this movie, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And I ended up, I bought this movie on Amazon for a couple bucks, on DVD. It is called The Big Green. Do you, do you, do you? It's a, it's from the creators of Angels in the Outfield. The Big Green isn't this for that that guy gets killed in Death Row with Tom Hanks? No, that's the Green Mile. The guy he was just big, and the green was in the title. He had superpowers. Though. No, Stephen King had nothing to do with the Big Green. That's disappointing. Just How about Dean Koontz? Dean Koontz did co-write the Big Green. No, he didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the Big Green, it's from 1995. You know, it came out around that same time as Angels in the Outfield, Blank Check, Little Giants, Rookie of the Year, Heavyweights, Mighty Ducks, all those, like, kids... Uh, a lot of them I just named were sports movies, and this is also like a sports movie. It's a kids' soccer movie. 
Uh, stars Steve Gutenberg of Police Academy fame. Uh, I'm pretty sure, from what I remember as a kid when I watched this movie, because uh, I used to watch this movie quite a bit, It uh, it's like a small Texas town, and they're like a bunch of like nitwit kids, and I don't know. Remember the douchebag guy from uh, Angels in the Outfield who was like the mom's boyfriend? Yes. He's like the bad guy coach in this movie from the from like a rival team. He was in all of them. Again, playing a bad guy. Like, he played in, like, every movie he was in in the 90s. Like a singularity. He's the same entity in all universes. <laughs> it's true. And, 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 shitbag. And for some reason, in a lot of Disney movies, he was, like, a bad guy. He was typecast. That's it was, he made his money. It's all the same universe. It is. Angels in the Outfield, Rookie of the Year, and Big Green. Those are the three I can name off the top of my head that I know that he was in. Well... The internet's a click away. The, the internet is a click away. And uh, we are a click away if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts or go on our website, bbpodcast.com. And uh, Nick, do you have some plugs before we sign off? I do. I would like you to go to scatterville.com and check out my stories. New ones coming out. And in following the Instagram at Scatterville Stories, a oh, website scatterville.com. If I didn't, if I misspoke, I apologize. Scatterville.com and then um, at Scatterville Stories on the Instagram and check out segments of my stories, but the full pages are on the scatterville.com. And uh, that's where I will be for you. Sweet. For me. That's where Nick will be for you. And we will and- be here next week on the B Movie Breakdown. So come back next week for more of the best of the worst it's the best